Welcome to the Valve Chronicles by Clay Valve, your trusted partner since 1936 for the world's highest quality automatic control valves. Join us as we share insights and discuss products that are often invisible, but always essential. Hello and welcome to Valve Chronicles, a podcast from the Valve experts at Clay Valve. I am your host today, Tyler Kern, and on today's show, we're joined by Jake Corzine. He is the Western Regional Sales Manager at Clay Valve. Jake, thanks so much for joining me, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. So we're going to learn a little bit from Jake's experience today, learn some things that uh, that he hopes that uh, that customers know that will help save time, makes things easier, and also uh, some of the keys to success that people need to know when starting a valve control. And so uh, we're going to dive into all of those things. But Jake, first and foremost, uh, if I read this correctly, your family is a, is a family that has worked in Waterworks for a long time. So Waterworks is almost in your blood. Is that right? Uh, I think so. There's a, a- thing where if you work in waterworks, I think you get stuck in waterworks. I grew up doing uh, math homework across the table from a a waterworks engineer. Uh, So I've always known about it and followed it. I wasn't smart enough to go into the engineering side, so I went to the sales side uh, to upset engineers. So I've, I've just always kind of known waterworks and have worked in waterworks since I got out of school. So you have just uh, an insane background on this, which has to be helpful as you talk to engineers, but also customers and, and, and things along those lines. You, you can speak the language and interact with people in, in those different ways. Definitely. So it makes it nice to be able to talk to the engineers as well as the guys in the field and be able to switch back and forth between the two. So Jake, what are some of the keys to success that people should know in order to set themselves up for success when starting a control valve? What do you want people to know in that area? You know, it's one of those topics that uh, I feel a little guilty even in talking about because we've got a lot of really great valve guys that, you know, every guy has their uh, their different way to do it. And as far as experience starting them up goes, I'm probably towards the bottom of the list of all the guys we have that work here that have been doing it for 30 years. But, you know, when, I, when I'm talking to a customer or an end user about starting up the valve, we just want to make sure that they're set up for success. There's a lot of times when we go out there and, you know, they might not have had all the information or we didn't have all the information and you end up wasting their time or ours. And we don't want to do that. We want the experience to be pretty uh, seamless. And so they're, they're prepared for starting up that valve and it makes it a one trip at, at all possible um, so they can do it when they're ready to do it. Because the most important thing is getting that valve brought online so they can finish their project. So what are some things that, that typically delay that process? Are there things that you want uh, customers to be aware of? Sure. I mean, our... Uh, startup process starts with either an end user or customer contractor calling us and saying, hey, I I bought this valve from you X amount of months ago and we're ready to bring it online. Can Can we get that scheduled? So, you know, the first thing we like to do is, you know, make sure we know exactly what's out there on site, you know, get that information from the customers to make sure we're all on the same page. You know, we, we spec a lot of valves and a lot of different projects, so things can get uh, mixed up in there. So we like to make sure we know exactly what we're walking into so, so we can help the customer prepare for it and we can prepare ourselves. And when we're, we're doing that, we're getting that information from them. We're asking them things like, you know, the safety questions. Is this above ground? Is it in a vault? Um, you know, what kind of PPE do I need to have on site? Anything outside the normal? Um, just to make sure when we get to site that there's no delays with us getting on site to start up the valve. And then from there, you have, you know, two different categories of valves. Essentially, you have your hydraulic valves and your electronic valves. You know, we want to make sure the valve's installed. You know, it sounds like a silly question, but when you go out, when you go out to site and it's still sitting in the box and the customer just thought you could make some adjustments on it before they put it in line, you know, you end up wasting their time and, you know, you probably drove a few hours to go get that started up. You want to make sure that 
you know, they've got water to the site, that they can flow water, they have pressure. You know, there's a lot of little things that mm-hmm. uh, make a difference when you're getting out there on site that can uh, delay the process. Absolutely. That's a, that, that, I think that's really good advice just so people know, hey, here's what I should be thinking through. Here are some of the questions I should ask myself to make sure that I'm ready on my end for the process uh, of starting this valve. Is that, is that a good way to put it, just uh, understanding and knowing what questions to ask yourself before somebody arrives on site? Definitely. Uh, you know, I kind of give my uh, contractors that I work with like a checklist, you know, hey, there's these, all these different things that may or may not apply to your site, but let's go through them real quick and talk about them to make sure that, you know, you're ready for me to show up because they ha- if they have in their head that the valve's getting started that day, they've done a lot of scheduling around that. So they've got other people there on site. They've got their schedule down the road that they're working on. So, you know, a week from now, they know that that valve was installed so they can start doing five other tasks in the project. So we don't, we don't want to delay them any further. Absolutely. So do you have any examples of, of times when either you've been heading out to a job site or, or you know, one of the, uh, the clay valve experts is heading out to a job site and things get delayed, things get uh, kind of bogged down in the mud, if you will, uh, because things aren't ready necessarily for this process to begin? Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, every, every valve guy's got a story or 10 in their pocket that they could pull out and, uh, talk about when a valve wasn't ready and, and something wasn't right. I mean, just yesterday I went out to a job site. We drove probably hour and a half up there through LA traffic to go get to and got to the site and, you know, they're looking at us walking through the door and saying, you know, we're not, we're not ready for that yet. But, you know, we look over and the pump's laying on the ground. The pumps aren't even installed yet in front of the valve. So they told us they were ready a week ago, but somewhere along the line, they, they missed that somewhere. And, uh, you know, we drove all the way out there for a pump not to be ready. You know, there's, there's a million other times where you go out there and, you know, if the valve has a sensing line or independent supply on it, you go out and there's no line there and they don't have any uh, contractors on site um, that can plumb a line up real quick. So you're, you're scrambling trying to do that because you, you drove to go start up and they were planning on starting at the valve that day. You know, there's no power on the site. There, there's a million different things that, that aren't ready for you when you walk up. You know, it's electronic control valve and the programmer or electrician isn't there. And, you know, we don't want to be getting into somebody else's uh, panel and messing with it because they have a million things that they're working on in there. You know, we want to stick to the valve. So we have to have a supporting cast around us as well, too, when we're on the job sites. So any of those, you know, number of things combined not being ready can completely derail the project and the, the timeline that they're trying to follow. Sure. And, you, you know, it, it, it wastes time, obviously, but delaying that timeline is uh, has to be considered a, a pretty big thing, right? Time is money in, in, in lots of different avenues, right? So um, it, it's important to stay on schedule with things like this. Uh, definitely is. And I don't know a single contractor that isn't on some kind of time constraint. Sure. And, you know, they have to schedule a lot of people. You know, they're not just scheduling the valve guy. They're scheduling the pump guy, the electrician. They're scheduling, you know, concrete work. They're, they're scheduling everything to finish that job site. And if one of them gets held up, it's just a, a domino effect down the line of what else gets uh, delayed. You know, and the same for us. You know, we have other customers that we want to get to, and we don't want to delay their schedule because we're delayed at uh, another site. So it's important for both parties to, to stick to that timeline. So Jake, you have uh, just such a broad context of the industry, given uh, given your family history and, and how long you've worked in the industry. How have things changed and evolved uh, over your time in the industry? What, what kinds of trends have you seen emerging and things like that? You know, in, in the, the valve world, water in general, you know, water, been around, water systems have been around for, you know, hundreds of years, going all the way back to, to Europe, where they have water systems that are twice as old as ours, if not, if not more. Uh, 
so for a long time, water has, has stayed the same. You know, a fitting's a fitting, and you know, our valves, for instance, our, our basic control valve has been the same for 85 years. What I've seen changing is all the electronics around the valve that has helped develop it and get communication back to the customer to really know exactly what's going on in their system. But basically, electro electronics have just evolved over time. So now, you know, what went from just a normal pressure reducing valve that we went to start up, it's now a pressure reducing valve with remote actuated pilots that are being controlled from downtown SCADA room that somebody's controlling that's not even on site or will never go to site with that valve. So being able to communicate with the customer on the electronic side as well as the hydraulic side and make those two both work in parallel has been a uh, welcome dance, but a dance for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the man that has uh, waterworks in his blood, Jake Corzine, thank you so much for joining us here on Valve Chronicles, a podcast from Clay Val, and sharing your insights on what you want people to know and how you can set yourself up for success when it comes to uh, starting a control valve. Jake, thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. I appreciate it. And everyone, thank you for joining us for this episode of Valve Chronicles. We appreciate it very much. Of course, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, then you're missing out by uh, not listening to previous episodes and not getting the latest episodes directly there on your device. So make sure you go subscribe today to stay up to date with the latest in thought leadership on all things valves from the experts at Clay Val. And of course, we'll be back soon with more episodes of the podcast. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.